Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Red Wings tonight in Motown. Alex Ovechkin and Darcy Kemper set to play this weekend and my conversation this morning with head coach Peter Laviolette. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, September 30th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It's another road exhibition game day as the Capitals take on the Red Wings tonight in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena at 7.30. It's the beginning of a two-games-and-two-night stretch, the back half coming tomorrow in Columbus against the Blue Jackets. By the time tomorrow night's game at Nationwide Arena is done, everyone on the Caps roster will have played in one game at least this preseason. That means we're going to see Alex Ovechkin in game action either tonight or tomorrow. Darcy Kemper, same thing. T.J. Oshie, John Carlson, Dmitry Orlov, and more. It's going to be a mix of veterans and prospects for both games. But the sight of the varsity certainly means we're getting closer to finalizing that opening night roster. As for some of the lines in practice yesterday, saw some new looks, especially the second line. Anthony Manta moved back to left wing with Dylan Strome at center and T.J. Oshie on the right. Manta had seen a lot of time on the right side early in camp. Connor Sherry taking a place of Oshie on the right side on line three. And Connor McMichael moving down to the fourth line on the left side, skating alongside Nick Dowd and Garnet Hathaway. Given Strom's strong game at center Wednesday night in Philly, not overly surprising to see McMichael move to the wing for yesterday's practice session. As we mentioned yesterday, we are thrilled to once again have the head coach on the show periodically this season. Today, our first one-on-one conversation of the year with Peter Laviolette on the play of Dylan Strome, Bobby Nardella, the battle between Connor McMichael and Henrik Slapierre, and a proud dad moment as his son Peter, who's been both at development camp back in July and main camp this month, was signed this week by the ECHL's Wheeling Nailers. A proud moment for both as this new season gets going. Well, Coach, thanks for taking the time here. I want to talk first about the game in Philly where the new guys certainly shine through. Connor Brown gets a goal off a nice play from Bobby Nardella. A couple of goals for Dylan Strom. And Strom, obviously, as we've been watching camp here, he's competing to potentially be at center or left wing. Did he maybe take a little bit more of a stride towards center with the effort he put forth against the Flyers? Maybe. I mean, he's looked good in practice in the middle, and he certainly played well in that game last night. I thought that that top line, I thought he and Brown were excellent. Stroman Brown were excellent. Snively was a good complement to that line. They were fast, tenacious. They made plays. They contributed offensively. And I thought Strom looked really good on the power play, just controlling the half wall, controlling the puck, and did a really good job. And so, you know, we're looking at it right now because we've got a few sentiment. You know, Protoss played in the middle last night. I thought he had another strong game too. And so, you know, between Connor McMichael, Protoss, 
Strom, we're, we're looking at these guys and we'll figure it out as camp moves forward here. But certainly when somebody's doing good things and it's making you make a decision, that's what you want to happen. And so that's that's good. Another guy who played really well last night, and you know, kind of in his first game was uh, Charlie Lindgren. He played terrific too. He just shut things down. He wasn't real busy, but he just quieted things down on their power play. They had some shots and some looks. We missed some clearing attempts. And they kept it in and fired more pucks, and he just settled it down by making the save, tying it up, no rebounds. So the new guys, I thought, really contributed well last night. said it during the course of the broadcast. I mean, you look at the decor here, and Gustafson comes in. You've got the five returnees. It's pretty much known what you're going to look like come opening night. But a guy like Bobby Nardella, I thought in the second period especially, a lot of poise with a puck, seemed to be skating with confidence. He got rewarded on the score sheet, yeah. too. Something to maybe think about for down the road, what he was able to do in a game like that when he was given the opportunity? It's really good to see him participating and being able to play games and coming off of a tough injury last year, went to the minors, and sometimes it takes a minute when you've had a major surgery, it takes a minute to get things back on track. And so he's had a full summer of training. He comes into camp completely healthy, and I thought he played a real strong game. He looked good on the power play, but where he really looked good for me from a defenseman standpoint, it's easy to look good on the power play. What he really looked good, I thought, was when he was under pressure on breakouts, when he was under pressure on our neutral zone counters where we're trying to get it just inside of our blue line and control the puck and get the puck up ice to the forwards. I thought he used poise and his skills showed through that he was able to make small plays and see the pressure and where it was coming. So it was a really good showing for him. I actually thought we played really well last night. Good team defense. I thought, you know, Johansson's in there. He's trying to battle for a spot. And I thought he did a really good job playing with um, Van Riemsdyk and they were a real solid pair as well but it was nice to see Nardella actually get some games here because he's healthy and he's 100% ready to play and then to actually go out and play well was uh, uh, really good news. Kind of sticking with the defensive theme here and mentioned Gustafson before. This guy had 17 goals. It's been a few years in a rearview mirror with Chicago, but is there untapped offensive potential there that one of the reasons that maybe he was brought in and how does he fit in with TVR there on that third pair? Well, I think it's a good pairing. TVR is such a good, he's not a, he's not a defensive defenseman. He's a good two-way defenseman, but I think he's really strong defensively. And so it's kind of like the Justin Schultz and what he's able to bring, and you pair him with somebody who's a little bit more defensive-minded. I think all the pairs are a little bit the same right now with that, that they complement each other. And so he comes in able to move the puck, a good first pass, able to contribute on a power play. You know, I'm not sure how much power play time he'll get because we've got some guys that are pretty good at what they do and experienced at what they do. But through the course of the year, you know, there's always opportunity, and whether it's second unit or, you know, something happens and you need him up on the, the big unit, he's able to go and do that. He's done that before. He's done it for Chicago. Those, I think those 17 goals were also a company with 60 plus points. And so that's pretty impressive for a D-man to be able to knock up those kind of numbers. And one of the reasons why we got him, we, we felt like we had good defenders. And if, if we needed to find more offense, whether it be power player five on five, he would be a good addition to our club. Young talent up front. You mentioned McMichael before, Hendricks LaPierre, and both obviously competing for a spot among a lot of veterans and versatility here. McMichael, though, I would think would have a little bit of a leg up if for no other reason he played in the NHL last year, and LaPierre has basically just been juniors at this point. Between the two of them, what have you seen out of them? And LaPierre seems to have bulked up a little bit, too. I think just because they're young players, I think both of them have probably put on a little bit more muscle, a little bit more weight. 
and uh, will continue to do so as they, you know, reach 22, 23, 25 years old. It's just a natural progression, I think, of young players. They, you know, they, they really turn into a man and they learn how to train and they learn how to eat. And uh, there's just there's work that they put in and then there's a natural development that goes with that as well. And, you know, they're, they're in plenty of exhibition games to show what they can do. We get to see LaPierre in the rookie camp did really well. And now he's at the big camp. And um, he'll have games coming up here. They're, I think they're a little bit of a different player. You know, LaPierre seems to he seems to be a little bit more slippery with the puck. He gets into areas and uh, he can find a little bit of space. And I think Connor's game is at this point maybe just because he's like you said he played a year with us last year. He spent the whole year here, maybe just a little bit more detailed and a little bit more battle ready. But the differences, I don't think that they're that big. They're both skilled centermen that look to create and I think they're both going to have to continue to learn defensively and and what it takes to play at this level and in this league and so Connor had that opportunity last year and so we're going into training camp waiting to see what these guys did just like you mentioned Strom kind of opened some eyes in the middle of the ice well these guys will have the same opportunity to do that as well. Last one for you, taking the coach's hat off and the hockey dad hat on, Wheeling Nailers signing Peter Laviolette and playing with the Nailers this year, a team you're obviously very familiar with. How excited are you for your son to be able to start this journey playing the ECHL this year? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for him you know, as a dad. Your kids, you want the best for him, and he played. He's loved sports and played hockey his whole life. And college was coming to an end, and he was a you know a big part of his team. It was just a Division three team, but a you know a captain for a couple of years, and they won three MASCAC championships. And he's just got that desire and that burn to continue to play hockey. And so it was really great that the he was allowed to come to development camp. And so it, you know what it allowed him to do really is to train with our guys, get in the room, train like a pro. He went to development camp and he had a real good camp. And so as you move, they invited him to rookie camp. But as you move into rookie camp and to the the big camp, it becomes more challenging because the talent becomes higher and you're up there, you know, you're out there against guys that are experienced NHL players. And so he's working hard every day just through some conversations. We just got a lot of guys in our organization and you know the the opportunity came for a contract in Wheeling and it is where you know I went and coached it is where he was born he's a Wheeling West Virginia native so it's a pretty good story as well and just an East Coast Hockey League contract and so he's tied to Wheeling right now and I think he just wants to go there and try and you know prove that he can play hockey and be an effective player and an impact player at the East Coast Hockey League and um, he's going to get that chance in Wheeling, so we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, looking forward to following that through the course of the year. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us here, and good luck this weekend in Detroit and Columbus. Yeah, thank you very much. Great stuff from Peter Laviolette, especially the part about Peter Laviolette III heading off to West Virginia. It's Capitals and Detroit tonight at 7.30. That is also airtime both on the Team 980 and Caps Radio 24-7. You can hear it, of course, at CapsRadio247.com. Tomorrow we'll be at Nationwide Arena for the final road exhibition game of the fall. Start time there at 7 o'clock. Coming up next week on the show when we return on Monday, lots of team previews on the Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, news, interviews from the practice rink. It's great to be back with you this season here on the show. And thanks so much for tuning in this week. We'll be back bright and early Monday morning. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cavs! 
Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.